<laughs> so how long have we been doing this podcast, Natalie? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Like you two are both behind the mic. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, let me turn the lights off the mirror really quickly. Oh my god, Millie, can we edit the episode so that every time Kyle makes his annoying laugh, it's not Oh my god. That's so rude. Natalie, have you heard your laugh? <laughs> Have I heard my own laugh? <laughs> Give me one second. I feel like doing an episode with two people who are really close to me is going to be such a bad idea. Because anytime I'm around multiple people that feel very close to me, they just like feed off of each other and start shitting on me more and more and more. Yeah, I love a good Natalie roast. Me too. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's really up there. Right? Um, just be careful with this. Well, I'm also happy to see your boyfriend like mansplaining the mic to you so you don't fuck <laughs> up the episode. <laughs> no, because it's plugged in on this thing on the side, and if it doesn't yeah, get touched okay. at all, it's gonna uh -huh. kick it out. Okay. Anything before we start this, or just gonna just be an open conversation? Well, we're already recording. Oh, <laughs> the episode started. Yes. Okay, <laughs> welcome to Persian Girl Podcast, Kyle. Hey guys, also, he's wearing my pants right now. Yeah. They look better on me. We they decided. do. I'm really, I'm really annoyed. I got these like really cute, like it was like during that like stage in quarantine where everyone was obsessed with tie dye. So I ordered like tie dye pants from Misguided that have like the um, Playboy bunny, Playboy bunny on the side. Oh and, wow! Like, I'm like, oh, these look cute on me, and then like he tried them on and they look cuter on him. I'm like annoyed. Well, she has half my wardrobe anyway, so she owes me at least something. Yeah. Who's who's stealing more of whose clothes? Oh, I'm for sure stealing more of his. Yeah. So Kyle has a better wardrobe? No. No. She says well, no, I mean, she you're taking more of his stuff, so I'm assuming he has better style. He has, like, one cute, like, he had this cute, like, baby pink sweater that I stole. And, like, I think I took, like, one pair of your jeans. I fit into his jeans. She does. I wear super, super tight pants. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, how, <laughs> what are your measurements, Kyle? Because Me? Not I think a, yeah. 30 waist. I don't uh, know what that is. Girl so they're like loose on Natalie. Like, like we probably like that. Yeah, they're like skin tight on him, and they're like a little. They look like baggy skinny jeans, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a whole. No, I can. Um, well, I love a man who like rocks pink. This shows your confidence and your masculinity, and you're wearing Natalie's high dye sweats with a Playboy bunny. Yeah, these are <laughs> they're great. good. He's gonna wear them this weekend when he DJs. Oh, well, I'm not going to be there for the first time in a long time for like one of his sets. So I was like, at least like you're wearing. Why, something are you there with your other boyfriend? Are you going to be with your other, your other DJ? My boyfriend? <laughs> no, I said maybe Natalie has another DJ boyfriend. Like she has. I, oh, yeah, I, do, I do have another DJ boyfriend, but he's Kyle's DJing partner. So they're going to be together DJing and I'm not going to be there. My my two boyfriends will be together. Now I like to claim that she's also dating all of my boyfriends. Or all, not my boyfriends. What? My oh. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't claim that I'm dating all your friends. I only claim I'm dating Jeff. For now. For now. Um, but yeah, but I was saying like, 
if any girl tries to hit on him when he's DJing and I'm not there and like they try to compliment his pants, you automatically have to bring me up because they're your girlfriend's pants. Yeah. So I'm like marking my territory even though I'm not there. No, I would say that's a good tactic. Yeah, I always, whenever I give things to people, I try to be a little bit more manipulative about it now. Like one time this guy I was seeing gave me a mezuzah and it's like, wait, I have to think about you every time I come home now. Like that's wait, so- you have to explain What's what a mezuzah? a mezuzah is to Kyle because he didn't grow up in, um, there are non-Jews that have grown up around Jews. They know all the lingo, but he grew up in like a very- like. Why don't you, you're the more like Jewish scholar of us two. Oh yeah, I'm the more Jewish scholar of us two. A mezuzah is like this thing that you put on your um, door frame. Okay. And it, it's like a little rectangle and it has like a little scroll inside with like a blessing. It's like a, it's like, if you read it, it says like, may this house be like. Just like a blessing for the home, I guess. Like health and whatever. So like whoever walks in and they kiss it, they like, it's like getting a blessing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. It's like for good luck. Yeah. Uh, so this boy gave you a mezuzah. Yeah, and at first I was like, oh, that's so nice. And then, like, as time went on, I was like, wait, this person isn't even in my life, but, like, I have to kiss this mezuzah every night when I come home. You kiss them? Yeah, like, you, like, you, you, you like, tap them with your hand, and then you kiss yeah. your hand. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you do when you, like, walk through the door and there's one there. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't, I like... So since I started dating Natalie about, like, this whole culture I've not been exposed to ever in my life. Because like you said, I grew up in a very suburb area. I was pretty white for the most part. Um, so yeah, it's like a totally new world for me. She's trying to teach me Hebrew. I taught him one word in Hebrew. Yeah. Mime? Am I yeah, saying Yeah, good job. Water? I taught him water. That's important. In case you I did. Teach, I should teach you some Persian. Like, you're on Persian Girl Podcast. Sure. We don't speak any Persian. What should we teach him? Zahremar. <laughs> what does that mean? It means, like, go drink snake poison. Oh my god. Isn't that the shirt I want to order? Yeah, this is the sweater. Yeah. Yes. Kyle's so, going to order our merch. And- what uh, denomination is your family? So my mother is actually from England. Um, and she has parents, or her grandparents are from New Zealand. And then my father's side is Italian and Irish, and a little bit German. But no one ever thinks I'm... Catholic? Take off your hat for Millie for a second. So like, he's bald with a thick beard. Everyone always thinks he's Middle Eastern. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I get mistaken for that or or Cuban a lot. I thought you were Cuban when I what? met you. What I guessed. Yeah, I thought Natalie was Hispanic when I met her too. Actually. Yeah, I get that a lot. So, you're Catholic. Um, I guess Christian. I'm not very religious. I guess when I was growing up, though, my mother was pretty heavily involved in church so she used to make me go to youth group and stuff like that so i guess christian would be the answer yeah kyle used to go to other countries and build schools for children yeah the mission trips and stuff like that mission trips i miss that stuff i don't really have too much time to do it anymore but i'm very big into volunteer and charity work and stuff like that that's good well-rounded <laughs> well maybe you're i don't know maybe you're lying you're just no, I have I have proof. I can send you pictures of me on these trips. He's been to. Yeah, we need proof. Okay. Where, where did you go? We're in Mexico. We're from, yeah, I went to. Yeah, I went to Fuzul is a good word. What was that? Fuzul. It's like Fuzul. nosy. Yeah. So, Millie's um, Fuzul. I'm I was like called sussing you out. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to Juarez, Mexico, Trinidad and Tobago, Puerto Rico, 
a couple places around the United States. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do another one again. It's just everything's so busy nowadays. I have my hands in like 10 million projects. Natalie probably told you, but. Um, and now no one. Projects on her own. Thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you, so what projects are you working on? Uh, I have my own record label. I'm launching another record label. Um, I have like basically an events company. You just started a podcast. I just started a podcast actually myself, so I'm pretty new. Okay, to rude. <laughs> rude. I don't know. Are you jealous of Natalie? We need yeah, to like look I mean, into I need this. my own one. Yeah, he didn't start one until he started dating me. Like suddenly, like like all of a sudden, you want a podcast? Yeah. I've always thought about having one, but I guess mm-hmm. hearing her do it at my apartment all the time, I was like, oh, I kind of want to do this and talk about. Yeah, it. like well, yeah. Our, our listeners don't know, but like the last like I don't know how many like five episodes have been recorded at. Kyle's apartment. I get the sneak peek before it goes live. Well, not the ones where you're on your phone because now Kyle will get like a bad rep <laughs> for having that. He actually has a really good mic system. Oh yeah, Kyle has a You good either mic. have like the best microphone on hand or you're like using your phone on like Metro PCS and like I can't. <laughs> the Metro PCS. Oh my God. It's so bad. Every time someone tries to send me a picture, I'm like, yeah, I'll respond to you in like 10 hours when this picture finally loads. Why did phones become like that? Like you used to send people pictures and it didn't have to load. Yeah, I mean, my phone's like that too. Sometimes. I mean, Everything's a lot more high quality now, so the file sizes are a lot bigger. So annoying. Yeah, I don't want high quality. Like, I want Blackberry quality photos. Like, that was the best. You still post Blackberry quality photos. <laughs> Like Millie never uses flash on purpose and everything's like super pic it looks like you still took it on a Blackberry. <laughs> no, I actually a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's like I'm- Millie's aesthetic though. She never wants to look like she's trying to like she wants all of her stories to look like she like secretly took it in one second and like she took it in one try and like she didn't spend a lot of time on it. But I don't <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like you don't, but you want people to know that when you post it. I don't know if I have that. I think you're assigning me a lot more like meaning, uh, <laughs> like a lot more meaning to these things than I do. I'm, I don't really have like a mission behind my Instagram anymore. I'm kind of over it. It's like yeah, Instagram is basically a finsta. But yeah, not, it is, but it's kind of, I don't even use it that I feel like I don't post that much anymore. I don't have like the same excitement towards shit posting as I once did. I'm I'm kind of detached and yeah, you follow, follow her on Twitter. <laughs> That's where it's happening. Huge Twitter following. Really? I don't have I don't, I don't have a huge Twitter fo- I have a small but dedicated following. Let's put That's it. more quality over quantity always. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I don't even know what the site looks like anymore. But so. I also hate Twitter. I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna go on Parlor. We'll see. Uh, There's just like a lot of censorship, so I don't know how I really feel about that because, like, I am into freedom of speech and, like, you know, you know, basic you stuff like that. The vocal fry when she talks. Vocal fry. Yeah. What is vocal fry? It's where like Millie talks. Talk like this and like. Uh, is Natalie just like the shit on you? Because all, all this whole episode has been, hey, I'm gonna shit on on Millie this whole episode. But that's just how I show. Yo, what did I do to you? <laughs> yeah. That's I thought just, I was supposed to shit on you. My my love language is negging. I just love to neg people. 
Oh yeah, remember I taught you like I you have been negging your whole life and then you didn't know like I explained to you what negging is. You're like, oh my yeah, that that is what I do. That is my entire personality. You know what's so funny? You and my friend Bental, like you guys are similar in a lot of ways, and you both like mansplained negging to me like in the same week. You oh, that's amazing! Credit for every time I use the word negging, Bental's like, I told you that. <laughs> well. I don't think I try to take a lot of credit for things. Like you always repeat my jokes a bit louder than I say it, and then people think it's yours, and I I just kind of let it happen a lot. And then other people around us will be like, "Wait, you you literally just said what Millie said," and then you're just like, "Kyle did that to me last night. What joke did I make last night?" And then you said it like a little bit louder and try to take credit for it. Oh yeah. No, you make some good jokes sometimes. What was it? I can't remember. I obviously wasn't that good if you can't remember. Whatever. Well, it was good enough for you to try steal in front of all of our I wasn't friends. trying to steal it. Okay. That's what people who steal say. Yeah. Okay. They're like, now, yeah, it was just amplifying it. And it's Natalie like, does make me laugh. That, that is part of the reason why I'm with her. I don't think a lot of people are very funny. You're so. not with me for my good looks. It's part of it. <laughs> are you laughing with her or at her? It depends. Most of the time I'm laughing with her, but there are definitely some instances where I'm 100% laughing at her. Yeah, I say usually laughing at her. Yesterday I was in a bodega with um, two of our friends, Hadar and Anna, and there's this dog and this dog is huge. And like the owner's like, yeah, like he's around like 115 pounds. And I'm also like 115 pounds. (laughs) Everyone at the bodega, I go, wow, it's so crazy that we, we weigh the same, but we look so different. And Hadar's like, I mean, yeah, you guys are two different species. Like, I would expect you to look different. <laughs> I think that like, after it came out of my mouth, I realized how stupid it sounds. It's not. It is kind of crazy. Like, obviously, yeah, you're different species, but like, it is interesting. Yeah, it's wild. Like, wow. That we, we're such different. Like, we look like different mass, but we. And like, you're 115 pounds, and like, you have like, you're a more cognitive being. Like, you have like, I have opposable thumbs. <laughs> okay. I was thinking more from like, a, like oh, intelligence. Like, a mental, like brain standpoint. Yeah, intelligence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But maybe you're, you're kind of saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm exactly like a dog just with opposable thumbs. Yeah, just a, that's the only difference. <laughs> brain size is the same. Is that what you're saying? I, <laughs> I like to think you're smarter than a dog, Natalie. Yeah, I think so. Aww. What do you think? The Millie? smartest thing for a woman to do is to like publicly, not like not undermine her intelligence, but to like let off less. You know what I mean? Like, don't really. You know, I said that at work this week, and like, well, you're not also not supposed to say that. But okay, so I said it to my boss. I was like, yeah, like as a as a girl, like the easiest way to get get away with things is because like society as a whole already thinks girls are a little bit like airheaded and dumb so the easiest way to get away with things that you did wrong is just to pretend like to be dumb like even with cops like sometimes if you just play dumb like you get away with things and like my boss was like well now i'll remember that for next time you try to play dumb at work and i'll know that you actually just did something wrong when, that you- when have you done that with a cop what? When have you done that with a cop? Oh, one time I, I almost, I got pulled over for making an illegal U-turn on a red light. So I was supposed to get two tickets. How but, do you even pull that off? So my license is from Florida, but I live in New York. 
And um, so when the cop pulled me over, he was like, yeah, you know, like you made an illegal U-turn on the red light. Now in, in this town, like everyone knows you can't make U-turns basically anywhere, but there are only signs for illegal U-turns like on every other street or like every third street. So there was no sign on that specific street. So that's how I played it off. I was like, oh, like I'm from Florida, you know, like in Florida, the driving rules are way more like relaxed. Like you can make a U-turn almost anywhere on a red light. And the cop was like, yeah, yeah, I've heard that from like my f- cop uh, friends, like Florida's <laughs> way different. I'm like, yeah, it's so different. And then like he starts like, like flirting with me. He's like, yeah, you know, you have beautiful curly hair. Like, so but- your looks got you out of it, not your, this explanation no. of you driving in Florida differently. Play- yeah, I think you were probably being cute about the explanation and then. maybe but like being cute and playing dumb mixed together gets you out of a lot of trouble oh i agree but i wasn't i guess i was thinking more like like that's true but i was saying like don't give off too much about what you know so you're able to control more because people won't expect it and like don't give off the illusion that you're controlling everything because then you could have more control yeah that's true. I that's my problem. I tend to give away my secrets like too early and too often. And then like like I told Kyle that I know how to cry on command, which was stupid because then now every time I get emotional about something or upset, he's like, oh, "Are you faking it? Or are you just crying on command?" You're insane. I can't tell the difference sometimes. It's you're a pretty good actor. I, I guess to be actress. I am. I I think it's stupid. Like actor, actress. Like let's just use the word actor. Like why does I have to be like you're an actor? Yeah, I think I'm a pretty good actor. Well, I guess it's interesting, like, that we don't really have a lot of, like, feminine words in English, whereas, like, in French, like, they're, everything is, like, feminine yeah, or masculine. Yeah, like, in almost every other language, it's either masculine yeah, or feminine. But, so, yeah, we don't, in English, it's, like, not that much, but then all of a sudden, like, for actor, actor, actress, it's, it's all... It's also like that thing, oh, this is kind of different, but it's like when you drive on the parkway, but you park in the driveway, I never understood that. What? Is that a meme? No, I'm serious. If you're driving, they call it the parkway. Why are you driving on the parkway, but parking in your driveway? (laughs) Millie looks so good. Oh. You get it now? Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Basically, English is just a really dumb language. Yeah, it's definitely not an easy language to learn if it's not your first language. I think it's easy to learn how to speak English. It's just not easy to understand why English the way is the way it is. Yeah, I agree. There's so many weird things in English. I think like proper English is hard, like to be like to learn to write well. But yeah, why I think speaking English is really letters. easy because I feel I don't know. It's like it's hard because there are no rules, but it's also easy because there are no rules. It's like the perfect absurdist language. <laughs> it's just it's so weird because like. When it comes to spelling in English, even I'm bad at spelling. Like, why is slay spelled S-L-E-I-G-H? Like, slay. <laughs> no, that's fine. That makes it A. No, but that's fine. You look so disappointed. <laughs> like, wait. This is... <laughs> this is where Natalie relates to a dog. Yeah. So, Kyle, what is it like? I feel like I always want to ask Kyle, like, what is it like dating a Persian girl? But, like, he doesn't really know what it's like dating a Persian girl from dating me. I don't know, Jeff. Jeff, What, did, what was Jeff's comment in the story he made yesterday? Oh, that's so Persian. Oh, my though. God. Okay. Kyle wanted to buy a Michael Kors, like, windbreaker. And I just hate Michael Kors. It's just not – like, I just hate it as a whole. I hate the company. Same. And, like, 
his friend Jeff grew up in Great Neck with me. So he was like, he grew up surrounded by Persians. And like, he like comments like, oh, he's like, wow, that's so Persian of Natalie to hate Michael Kors. Like what, she can only wear Gucci and Chanel. And I'm like, no, I don't even own any Gucci or Chanel. I just hate Michael Kors. Yeah. Really about Michael Kors. I'm, I'm not into it. Like, it's kind of how I feel about Coach as well. It's like, if you can't get like top luxury then like just wear vintage or like go buy like local like i don't know like you can get smaller brands that aren't brand name that like do high quality leather or like whatever you're looking for at a cheaper price but like with michael kors and other like middle tier brands you're still paying for the brand's name but it's it's like mediocre it's like middle class fancy yeah we were in a thrift shop we were in a thrift shop though yeah, but still, why would you go? Okay, exit worse. Yeah, you fuck is trying to make worse. Michael Kors chic. Bye. I didn't care. As much. You couldn't you. even tell it was Michael Kors. What a hoax. And check the back of my tag. Like, wow, bro, you're wearing Michael Kors. Also, Kyle, oh. it was a woman's jacket. I'm wearing women's pants right now, and they look great. But these look great. Whatever. Okay, so, okay, there are a few. T- okay, I actually think that there are some nice like recently i've seen some nice michael kors things like i've just like passed by the window and you'll see like like a coat like they're like outerwear or like formal wear it'll be like oh wow that's because he actually michael kors is smart he's he seems to understand you know basic principles of aesthetics and he seems like i think he personally has good taste but he is approaching fashion from a more of a business perspective especially like people who went to parsons they're kind of like on the more corporate side of fashion so he like his designs have always been about catering to the masses and nothing like nothing special um he has no specific intention or like artistic reference with his designs so i feel like his designs cater more to like basic girls because there's more basic girls in the world than girls who wear interesting things he just wants to sell more you call me a basic girl because I wanted the jacket yesterday. But then I'm what I'm saying is that like I've seen some classic pieces designed by Michael Kors, but like I think it's really bad when I see a girl with like a Michael Kors watch. I'm just like don't do that. Ugh, they're so ugly. I feel bad, like saying I hope no one is listening. What if a lot of our followers have Michael Kors watch? I don't know. Just like don't podcast. Like it's fine, just like get rid of it. Um I really get rid of it. Just like go, I don't know. I I think it's like much more chicer if someone just wears like goes buys like a vintage band, like a watch band. Like I don't know. I I agree. I typically don't even like anything brand clothing. Most of my clothing is not branded. Yeah, not at all. It's just random shit that I like. Yeah, just I'm happy you didn't buy the Michael Kors Windbreaker. Well, you didn't really give me a chance. It was sort of just give me that. It's going back. So that see, that's very Persian of her. It's like she didn't even give me the chance. Like. She, she ripped it out of my hand and she just takes it right back to the shelf. Okay, yeah, that's so, yeah, I would say I, I recently went shopping with Kyle and everything that I chose for him, like he's worn recently and he's like, wow, this actually looks so good. Like I look so much fresher than I usually do. Like Fresh. I want you to shop for me. And then when I try to shop for you, you get mad. I don't get mad. You got mad. Because you were causing a scene in the thrift shop. Oh, I wasn't causing Well, a scene. How, how do you word it? Like when you when you want him to wear specifically, what do you say? No, I just didn't like the Michael Kors jacket. So he was like, oh, like, how does this look? Does it look cute? And I was like, not really. 
I was just, I was being honest. You, you asked You're for being my, honest. It's, it's okay. You asked for my opinion. And now I don't own a women's Michael Kors jacket. Yes. So that's a, I guess that's a win. For uh, yeah. You know, I think. Everyone, when I post this to my story tomorrow, everyone's going to listen and be like, wow, Kyle's a cross-dresser. <laughs> yeah. well, I think you did buy a woman's Adidas um, jacket, but I liked it. It was really nice. So that I picked out for you. So it's fine. Everyone's going to think I'm a cross-dresser. It's okay. You're a DJ. I think, like, DJs can, like, basically wear whatever and just pull it off. Well, like, I'm... Yeah, women's clothing is not very, like, feminine these days. Yeah, you're wearing my pants right now, and they look better on you than they do on me. So... I also think the pink sweater that you have from H&M is women's. No, it's not. That was in the men's section. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I like it. I stole it. My mom always was like, she says like the way if you're like shopping with a guy, like you shouldn't like be harsh with it. You just have to be like, oh, this would look so good on you for like what you <laughs> want them to get. You have to be like really manipulative and like drop some cute names. You're like, oh, babe, like this one would be so much nicer on you though. I like this. I would love to see you in that. Yeah. Oh, it makes me so happy when you wear this. All the suggestions that Ali made when we went shopping the first time, I, I listened to most of them. Yeah. And there's only like two or three that I did not like. Yeah. Because it just didn't fit right. Yeah. I like my stuff very baggy on top and very tight on bottom. Oh. It's like a skater boy type of aesthetic. What, and do you like tight pants, Natalie? Yeah, I hate, I hate that American guys wear such weird fitted baggy jeans. Yeah, like, I don't like baggy either. You're right. Yeah. They, they wear like not not even boot cut i don't even know what the cut is but it's just like straight it's just loose it's just like it's also not comfortable for me i don't know i like to just feel very slim in my clothing yeah you like your pants to be snug which yeah. i think is a good look yeah i like i'm more on the snug side as well i think yeah like the first time i met kyle like part of like i was like number one like he's a dj i thought that was cool and then number two, I was like, oh, okay, that's good style. And I was like, wow, guest list for life. Guest list for life. <laughs> Never paying for another party again. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, get, I was still thinking about, like, my mom's comments. And I don't think I could ever really act like that kind of woman who's like, oh, you should do. But, like, I don't know. Maybe I will. <laughs> I don't know. Recently, my cousin was telling me she's like, she's like, yeah, when I go on a date with a guy, like I never want to like hurt their man ego and like undermine them. So she's like, even if they're like looking for the car and like we've like circled the block like four times, they can't find it. Like at first I won't even she was like, even if I know where it is, I won't say anything. I'll just like let him like I'll just follow him. And then like if eventually he can't find it, she'll like be like, oh, like maybe it's that way or like. Okay, no. that's crazy. I never want to be like, "Hey, the cool right here." I, I I think it was a little extra, but I just think it's that's funny so how like a lot of women like they'll they'll be like, "Yeah, like the best marriages is where the woman like lets her man think that he's figuring everything out on his own, but really she's like." I would appreciate the help of, "Hey, the car's over here, so I'm not walking aimlessly." I mean, yeah, I never take your man ego into account. I think I always just tell you how it is. Wow. It's just not my style. Yeah, I don't understand the other style. So, so I guess you have a thick skin, Kyle, to deal with that. Is it with Natalie? 
Like to deal with the kind of personality that like isn't like always considerate of like your ego and yeah no I, I just like honestly that's to me that's I like that the most like I don't need you telling me something if you don't think that way just like tell me how it is like immediately that's good I, just I feel like, like a lot of people time. say that but they don't mean it yeah no I agree with that 100 percent but I'm not like that I just want no no, no I'm not sorry I wasn't I wasn't saying like oh, oh okay. you're, like I was just you're saying in general, which I agree. Yeah, I'm just making it about myself again. <laughs> Natalie, go ahead. No, I just think it's funny that like. I just think it's funny. <laughs> yep, that's 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 how. Like, I just that's think it's funny it. that. <laughs> no, this is actually something that I think is funny. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny that like you're one of my best friends, and this is my boyfriend, and like the first time you guys were like legitimately like, like meeting even though it's virtual, is like on the podcast. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, that is, yeah, we love to like broadcast our like intimate yeah. life. The only thing we know about, I mean, the only way, thing I've heard about you is through Natalie, if I've heard like you guys briefly talking in the podcast and never actually got to talk to you much before. I know. So interesting. We'll have to meet each other one day soon, hopefully. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to come to New York. Are you going? Yeah. Really back to New York soon. Yeah, yeah. let's kick it. Um, yeah, he's always in the background. I feel like when I'm like screaming, like complaining about something on the podcast and then somehow he hears and he's like, yeah, I actually agree with Billy. And I'm like, yeah. I've heard some, I've heard some of your takes. I do agree with them. I do. <laughs> yeah, Kyle agrees with a lot of what you say and is always like, Natalie, you're wrong. It's oh, good at good. Point in my life to tell me I'm wrong. So reality check sometimes is good for you. I'm very hard-headed. I think everyone needs a really good reality check every once in a while. But also, I feel like nobody wants to date someone who just always agrees with them and is always, is always just trying to appease them and just be like, yeah, yeah, you're always- Yeah, it's weird. It's robotic. It's unnatural. It's oh, not God. passionate. It's not lively. Yeah, like Hadar was saying, like last night she was trying to explain something. I think she was explaining it to Kyle's friend Dan or Jeff. I don't know who. But she was like, yeah, it's just very unattractive when you meet a guy at like a party, let's say, and you're talking and they just agree with everything you say and everything you say you're into. They say they're also into even even if they're not, they're just trying to like appease you to like flirt with you. And like she was saying that's so unattractive because like it's like I'm not meeting a person. It's like I'm just meeting a mirror of myself. Mm, I don't think that's what makes it unattractive. I think like what's unattractive is that they have nothing new to bring to the conversation. And they're kind of like those kinds of guys are, I guess they're like so taken back by the girl that they like lose their personality. Basically like they're too intimidated to have, or they just don't have a personality or like both, you know what I mean? And like on the flip side, it's like, there are those guys who like their whole game is like kind of disagreeing with everything you say because they have no personality. So it's like, you know, there's <laughs> any guy who's listening is probably like, okay, we do if we do, do if we don't. But I don't know. I think like there is no good advice. Like the more I, I like the older I get, I'm just like, no, people either have chemistry like conversationally or they don't. And like you could, like love all of the same music but like compatible in that way it's like oh my god like i like ha like a mirror in some aspects but then you know they'll um bring adversity in other ways mm -hmm. 
So maybe in the way your thought patterns are different, you know what I mean? Like superficially you're compatible. Like, oh, I like to go, like, I like to eat these foods. I like to read these books. I like to listen to this music, but then like, like, you know, your raw personality is like complete opposite. And like, that's what makes things interesting. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Like, that's like when people say like perfect on paper, doesn't mean that they're actually perfect for you. Like a lot of the time, like you end up being like, emotionally compatible with someone who's like nothing like you because it's just like being similar just doesn't equate being like right for each other word word i'm trying to stop saying yeah yeah (laughs) okay millie had this thing that every time we'd be getting ready to like go out together like while she'll be like gathering her things like where's my keys where's my wallet like instead of saying like oh where's this where's that and like getting ready she'll be like okay okay she's okay. doing her checklist okay. in her head <laughs> yeah exactly uh <laughs> that yeah checking to make sure you have everything before you leave that's a really good way to do it leave her alone <laughs> i forget things every time i leave the house Literally every, every time, time Kyle loses something, his he doesn't say, "Oh, I can't find this." He says, "Oh, Natalie, do you have my blah blah blah?" And it's like, "Why? Why am I yeah. always supposed to have?" Because it? when I lose something, you're like, "This is why I should carry everything," and you make it seem like you should be carrying everything. So I think you just pick it up now and take it. No, <laughs> it's very doodle tell of him. Yeah, I know, right? What's that? You have to explain that to him. Um, it literally translates to like a golden penis, um, but it's like, <laughs> what? I said, oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, every, every doodle tala likes that uh, description, but it's like kind of like holier, not holier than now, but like this man who like expects special treatment, like everything should be done for him. kind of like, oh, I don't expect that. No, I know. I know. I'm using it very like colloquially like yeah loosely but um it's kind of a thing so he doesn't know let's explain it to him it's a thing in the persian community that like persian moms like really praise their sons Mm -hmm. and act like their sons have a golden dick like they're god's gift to this earth and like no woman is good enough for their son and like so it's called doodle tala it's like not even no woman like nothing is good like they need the best of this like the best of you know, they walk in and they like this on like this guy will think he owns the place like so, or like, yeah, people should cut his food for him, like wash his dishes. Um, I actually have family members that will like when we go to their house, like their sons will just sit there and the mom will serve the food onto their plate and cut it for them. What a terrible thing to do that. Just <laughs> growing up with that mentality as a guy too, like or just anybody in general like just thinking you you got it made like that's such a bad way to prepare someone for the real world because it's not like that yeah that's why a lot of these persian guys are like single until 40 because like they can't find a girl that will do all the things for them that their mom did is it that or like they just like being single no i think i think a lot of them like i i had a like a cousin that like he was like oh like no girls as good as my mom like i need to find a girl that will like do everything for me the way my mom did because that's what i'm used to and i'm just like people you're, do you're end gonna up, be single forever like, people do end up with people like like their their mothers well guys it's do. like funny because like on dating apps i feel like i can always tell who's like the doodle t- like i don't know it's sad that this is the way it is but it's like the ones who say stuff like oh like first round is always on me or like that they're more willing to pay for things like they're usually if they're 
traditional in that aspect, I feel like they kind of have more traditional expectations as well, which is like, well, if I'm paying for this, then like you need to like assume this extremely uh, like subservient role and in my life. And that's like what's nauseating. Like I hate how there's like my only options for dating are like low-key misogynist soy boys or like normie chauvinists who like will pay for things so (laughs) gender roles basically yeah (sighs) yeah i I, I think we're pretty good with our gender roles in our relationship yeah i don't even like we try to make things like pretty equal yeah i i I like a 50 50 yeah like the same way we'll like split things like dinner wise and like like he'll also not tell me like what to do all the time or where to go or what to wear. I don't want to control you. You do what you want. So it's also like when you tell someone to do something, they're gonna to want to do the opposite. Yeah, you but know? then yeah, but then if you're manipulative like me and you tell them like, oh, it's okay, like do whatever you want, it's fine. They end up wanting to do what you want to do. Also, yeah. The thing it's not like I actually want you to be free, Kyle. You tell me. I see. I'm giving away all my secrets. <laughs> That's good. I'm taking a lot of mental notes. I want like a little. I want someone to try to be like a little bit like possessive over me. Just they care. I never bit. attract guys who are like that, and I don't know why. Like they're always like, yeah, like you do you. It's like <laughs> maybe I want a little bit of misogyny. One thing, one thing I never, never understand is like when guys will tell their girlfriends, "You can't wear that" or whatever. Just like. Where would it don't don't be naked but don't like, be naked wear whatever you want you want to wear like a shorter skirt wear it you want to wear like a more revealing top like you can also wear that yeah bother me i never understand why that bothers people it's like let people see what you it's, have it's a possessive type of thing it's like their girl should only be for them i guess i don't really care like everyone can look at you mm, thank you it doesn't bother me yeah i'm i'm with know, my girlfriend is very very attractive it's fine no i i i don't know why more men like don't think like that i don't know it's bizarre but yeah i've never had that maybe because they don't wear anything a lot of men see their girlfriends as like oh this is my property now yeah it's like a possessive type of thing it's like they they want to feel like they're the girls only theirs and like other guys can't look at them like it's i think it's also like a insecurity type of thing yeah i think a lot of it is also like those kinds of guys are actually in this way like jealous of their girlfriend it's not like oh i'm jealous of other guys who look at you it's like i'm actually jealous of the attention you would be getting i think that's because a lot of guys like they really want attention from everyone like no one talks about this you think i'm like that you think i always want the attention <laughs> no you don't seem like that at all like that. even though i'm a dj and i want everyone looking at me no, because you don't care for, like, other girls talking to you. Like, even when we're out together, like... Oh, I don't mean romantic attention, necessarily. Sorry. Then what kind of attention? Like, general attention. Like, my... my in, what... in the center of attention. Yeah, exactly. Millie, do you have, like, a good example? Like, I don't get it. Like, Yeah, like, my, like, the serious relationship I was in, like, I felt like he hated that I was, like, naturally funny. It seemed like his whole life was, like, like, he was building up to, like, that he wanted to be the most charismatic person in the room. And, like, he, he was charismatic, but, like, 
I guess I was more like just naturally funny and like all of his friends liked me, which I thought he would like, but like I noticed like the more people liked me, the more animosity he showed towards me. That's so and it interesting. Was- wow. Yeah, I'm not like that at all. I love that you're friends with all my, all our, our friends get along so well. It's so nice. Yeah. Cause now on the weekends, it's not like, oh, I'm gonna go with my friends. And then she's well, like he was deeply insecure about his own value. So like he hated that, like people would really value me because he felt like he wanted to be the one uplifting like the other person. But like mm-hmm. I was the one who was like raising my existence, raised his the value of his existence, if that makes any sense. Like, oh, wow, like you have her in your life. Like now I respect you. Whereas like no one was saying that about him in my life. Even though, like, he on he was really successful and all these things, like, he just wasn't like a remarkable person. Um, your existence. Yeah, no, I think you bring out. Yeah, I think you bring out good personality traits in me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like, it shouldn't be a competition. Like, you both should oh, be like enriching each other's lives mutually, and like those kind. Like, that's such a bizarre way to value or like to measure the value of someone or a relationship do you know what i mean like those are really superficial things i, I was think, talking yeah, about i, think I don't think that way. way i'm just saying like that's how yeah i think the best way to judge a relationship is like seeing if you bring out the, like the best traits in each other and, and like being the best version of yourself with that person rather than them hindering that yeah so that's how i judge a relationship is like oh has your life now become better because of this or has it just become a roadblock where you're always pissed off or always fighting which we definitely fight but we get over pretty quick yeah um but yeah, just in general, like if you guys are helping each other, push each other to where you ultimately want to be, I think that's super important. And Natalie's very supportive of everything I do with music and stuff like that. And I'm definitely supportive of your podcast and always try to give you ideas. So as long as you're helping push each other to where you want to be, then I think that's like a very healthy relationship. Yeah, I think, well, I guess it's kind of boring. I wanted like some drama. We definitely are not perfect by any but oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) no but I I see some of my friends in relationships and like once they enter the relationship it like seems like they're like losing part of themselves and they're becoming less of who they used to be and I think that's like such a bad sign that's just someone trying to change the other person yeah like I don't I haven't really asked you to change yourself at all and you haven't really Why'd you make that face? Do you disagree? What? No, I don't disagree. Like, I think people naturally change a little bit in relationships, sure. but like, cause you're not single anymore. But you well, don't no, it has like, it, like, even in friendships, like if you start hanging out with one person a lot, like you you guys are going to start using like some similar phrases and like, yeah. like that's normal. That's fine. But it's like, I don't know from what I'm observing so far, you guys are kind of like, you seem like best friends in a way who are like, like physically intimate like romantically involved but like you seem like i don't know like two peas in a pod so i think that's sweet yeah for sure um but maybe those people who like it's not necessarily like the relationship itself is unhealthy for people who completely change when they enter a relationship it doesn't necessarily mean something about their partner it could just mean that they're the type of person who is always like has a void in their personality and is looking to fill it with someone else too. Yes. Like they either do it with a friend or a partner or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be something like they're just a slate, like a blank slate. Yeah. So like it shouldn't be taken. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's indicative, uh, indicative of other 
think yeah like it's not necessarily like if they're dating it's just like every relationship they have they're like trying to fill a void so, forceful yeah. forceful relationships are not the move no definitely not just like saying i'm gonna go out and find a, a significant other tonight and then forcing that is not not the play at all do you guys think recording over zoom versus like with each other has changed the dynamic of the podcast a little bit oh for sure like yeah. i feel like me and millie record in person like we feed off of each other's personalities and like it, like i don't know just i miss it honestly like i miss like Same. it's kind of hard like, to like imitate that connection over yeah to... like we would just like have food well number one like people hate it when okay, we we, while we're recording we're done with the food <laughs> oh yeah no more eating while we record but, like, i did notice that in your earlier episodes <laughs> nally big <laughs> Really good in- candies that were just there it's almost like a fruit roll up like rolled into a ball and it's just like really chewy and we would just like go through them like while we were like recording yeah level shock toffee oh so good um but yeah basically like anytime we recorded together like we meet in the city we record and then we'd go out to eat after and like discuss the episode and like it was just like always so fun and like yeah a lot of things pre-covid were much more fun yeah, yeah. I think another big thing for me was like the studio that we would record in, like we had much better equipment and then we could also, the big, big thing for me was that we could wear headphones and like hear ourselves in from the mic and that just takes it to the next level. Like you are so much more like cognizant of what you're saying and like, I don't know, I just loved it. It feels so fun. Uh, Actually, wait, Millie, I have a question for you. So when I first met Natalie, I found out she had a podcast. So I feel like I kind of had like a leg up before we even really went out on a first date. Because he went and listened to every episode. And actually on my Spotify, I went back and it said your, your longest bit. I don't know what the stat was. Like you binged like the Persian Girl podcast. Like you had a marathon. I think I listened to like five episodes in a row. So like, I had like a leg up on Natalie. Yeah. Do you think, like, have you ever went out with any guys that like did their research and like listened to your podcast before you really got to know them? Or no, you don't think that's ever happened to you before? No, it has happened. Um, I don't know. They usually like it. Yeah, no, I think it definitely is like here for conversation for you. Yeah, I don't know. Like the guys that first date less intimidating for the guy because he already has so many like subjects he could bring up during the date that relate to you. Definitely helped me. Yeah, it definitely it's like kind of hard because i feel like i lose this mystique which i don't know if i even have to begin with but like any even hope of having that is shattered by you know my entire like not entire obviously you can't capture like someone's entire interiority over a podcast or even with writing that's impossible but like still so many of my like intimate thoughts and like whatever worldviews are already shared so i'm like scared i'm just gonna sound like a broken record or yeah um especially if they go and listen to like our first like earliest episodes because that's when we thought that we would like never get a following and we're like oh no one's gonna listen to this anyway it's just like a fun project we're doing and we we just shared so much because like we thought no one was gonna hear yeah we were so episode has like almost four thousand listens yeah it's really great you guys have been doing it like so consistently consistently for so long like that's a huge we're almost at our two-year mark. That's so great. A lot of people who start things, they don't, they're not consistent. And in order to be successful, you need to be consistent. So the fact that you guys, guys are able to do it this long and this consistent. I know. It's kind of crazy. Like, we've been 
doing this for two years consistently. It's really good. Yeah. Because everyone has that breakthrough moment or like that, like one thing that's like really takes you to the next level. And if you're consistent, like you'll far more likely to experience that sooner than later. So yeah, it's very good guys. I actually enjoy the podcast a lot. I listen to it. Well, unless I hear it here, but I usually listen to them every time they come out. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's just do interesting to me. Find it relatable or like, what do you, uh, I mean, I'm not Persian. So, but I mean, <laughs> I, not, I mean, you guys do talk about everyday things in, in there as well. So yeah. it is cool to see like a different perspective um, in terms of like, you guys are Persian. You guys talk about things in the Persian community that I would never know. So though you guys are a very niche community that you guys are building here, it's also, I think people can be interested in learning about that culture. So do you think we do a good job of like explaining yeah. those? Yeah, and it's cool. You guys are like a little taboo too. And like, you don't really abide by all the Persian rules and expectations, which I think people can relate to in general. So that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, we're like the like the poster child of like all, like what Persian girls shouldn't do. Yeah. yeah, basically. I love it though. No, it's good. And you guys just launched your merch line, which is sick. Thank you. Yeah. yeah are so, you going to get some and where it will be? Yeah, I think you to send me the link when the shirt goes live that I wanted. I'm gonna get it's this. live. Okay. Yeah, so I'll get it after this. Too. Yeah, everyone check out our merch. You can find it on our website, uh, PersianGirlPodcast.com. And there's a merch link or you could go directly to PersianGirlPodcast.StoreNV.com. Or check the link in our bio. I just made a link tree. So there's like every single link for everything that we do. Those are great. I have them for all of my projects. They're so nice. Just everything yeah. in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably I wonder, yeah, they're probably doing really well, Linktree. Well, yeah, I'm excited for you to represent our merch. Yeah, I want to wear it during one of my gigs. Rep the brand. I like the socks too. They're pretty sweet. The Vavela. Yeah, the yeah, socks they're cool. We should probably explain to you. Did you watch our video explaining what everything means? I got halfway through it and then I had to go do something. But yeah, so basically the socks say VVL and it stands for Vavelon. It basically means like, oh my God. Like, holy shit. Like, holy shit. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to explain to Kyle that like in like Farsi and in Hebrew, like you can make a sound that means a word. What's Farsi? Persian. That's Persian. <laughs> What's Farsi? What? Why are you laughing? How am I, how am I supposed to know? No, of course. How are you supposed to know? I don't teach you enough. It's <laughs> the Persian word for. I wanted to, I've been wanting to learn another language for so long. Like usually it's Spanish, but the only way you can actually learn a language is, is really if you speak it every single day. Yeah. So. I agree. Well, you should download Duolingo and like just try to learn a little bit. Yeah. It's but so much harder. The older you get, the harder it becomes to learn a language. Too, yeah, for so. sure. You don't have that little kid sponge brain yeah. anymore. Yeah, at 25, you start losing that ability. Really? Oh, God. Well, I'm past that now, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but basically, like, in, like, in Persian slash Farsi, like, like, certain, like, sounds can, like, mean a word. Or, like, in Hebrew, like, if you go, like, it means, like, no. Yeah, you told me that in the car today. Yeah. Or, like, in Farsi, if you say, like, ooh, like, it means, like, like you do that TikTok. <laughs> yeah, if you go like this with your hand, like you how do you say like a long, long time ago as Farsi? You just go, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So how long have we been doing this podcast, Natalie? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
or like or uh uh-huh like that's like, i don't know maybe that's just like people we know <laughs> it's like a backhanded way of saying like oh that's- like yeah like my ass like sure so if you go like if I see you like DMing a girl on Instagram and you're like oh she's just a friend I'll be like uh huh oh yeah all the girls I'm DMing on my Instagram Natalie <laughs> my Instagram is I literally have so many so many guy conversations on there no I'm kidding guy conversations it's all guys no homo no actually homo. my no my listeners, so that Spotify I got my artist uh, stats back I think my listeners are like ninety percent men yeah. yeah well that's not good women are you know. Like the best consumers you need to have. Well, we can start by you streaming my music, Millie, and then we'll go from there. Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, like Kyle's like never shared an episode to his Instagram, but he said now that he's on it, he'll share this one. Yeah, you have to. I mean, fuck you guys. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. We all run some ads on it. Don't be guys. an influencer snob. No, I'm not an influencer snob. Do you think I am? No, I just wanted to say really? that. I, I was trying myself. to start shit. Like, yeah. I, I would not consider myself an influencer at all. Kyle, um, on Friday night, he got interviewed for this, like, radio station that's based in Brooklyn. And, like, the, the guy interviewing him at the end of, like, the episode, he's like, oh, like, do you want to plug yourself? And Kyle's like, yeah. Like, he start, he, like, didn't plug. He has a record label that just turned one. And he didn't plug the label. Instead of plugging the label, he goes, shout out to my hot girlfriend, Natalie. I love my mom. Like, he, like he starts saying the weirdest things. And and his friend was like, Kyle, plug your label. And Kyle's like, what? Like, well, we were already talking about my label. And to me, my supporters are just as important as the brand itself. No, I love that. I mean, that's what, like, shout outs were supposed to be about. Like, yeah, like, I never really understood why people were always like that. Like, when they're not that I was like, accepting a Grammy. But like, like yeah, I want acknowledgement. Like, no, you really want to acknowledge the people that are are making it possible. So yeah, you, my mom, and Dan Pack are all big supporters. So yeah. everyone needs to know that. Yeah. Natalie, who should we, as we conclude this episode, who do we shout out? Who are we shouting out? Yeah. Shout shout out to my mom, who when we first started this would share every episode with all of her friends, even if they were really old-fashioned people she would tell me i don't care if i don't know she's like you're giving a platform to the people of your generation if if my friends are too old-fashioned to understand that then they don't need to listen but i'm gonna send it to them anyway oh you guys can thank all the all of your fans you should on for wearing michael kors too <laughs> we still thank love you our fans who who reach out and tell us they miss us when we don't post an episode in a while and shout out to the one fan who commented on the episode that I wasn't on and said, I miss Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, well, shout out. Yeah, I guess I'll, well, to you for <laughs> shout out to my co-host. Shout out to my cousin, Rachel, for listening to every episode and texting me as she listens to the episode, commenting on the things I say during the episode. And for purchasing our merch and asking me to sign it for her. She's oh, that's so cute. Shout out to my dad for being the caricature of an FOB Persian man and for giving me good content while I secretly record him and post it on our story. Oh my God, he would kill you if he knew. If he knew I posted it, he'd be so annoying. And like 300 people watched it. We got a lot and of messages com- from that. Yeah, we got a lot of messages. People like my dad. 
Because he's so typical Persian. He's just got to have him on the podcast. The walking Persian meme. Oh, my God. If we had him on the podcast, it'd be so funny. When we get sponsored, we'll have him. Yeah. You should do one of those reaction videos where you just show your dad all these things and just like show his facial expressions oh and what he God. says. I think that'd be so funny. That would like, be. That's the Persian Girl podcast, and you can show him all these things you said on the podcast and look for his reaction. Oh, my God. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> you should do one of my dad and your dad. You should have your dads on the same episode. Oh, my God. It'd be so awkward. No, because Persian parents, the thing is, whenever you put them on the spot, they like just like blank out and act like they have nothing to say. But anytime like you actually are tired of hearing them talk, like they just go on and on. So like, I feel like having- uh, I don't know if my dad family. would be entertaining though, because- My dad would only be entertaining if he didn't know I was recording him. If he knew he's being recorded, he would get like camera shy. Yeah, and my dad acts like too normal. Like, I mean, you've met my dad. He wouldn't be. Your dad, compared to my dad, your dad's an white American. He's not Persian at all. Yeah. No, yeah, I was just, like, clearing that. Yeah, it's... it's. And even your dad's look, like, if you go to, like, Persian memes and it's, like, typical Persian dad, it's, like, the mustache, the bald in the middle with hair on the sides. Yeah. No, my... Well, because my dad didn't grow up there. He left when he was, like, five, so it doesn't really... Yeah, so it's very different. My dad left, I think, when he was, like, 19. Well. It's very very different, like, levels of, like, Persian father. Yeah, but don't worry. He still managed to keep a lot of the same values. Oh, no, yeah, I know. (laughs) It's just a different font. (laughs) It's just a different font. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) What is the same, same, but different? Anyway, well, thank you, Kyle, for coming on the pod. Yeah, I had fun hanging out with you guys. That was cool. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I tried to not shit on Natalie too much on this. Yeah, we really didn't. We really didn't. I was expecting it. I think I'll come back on in a couple months, and I think we'll prepare, me and Millie. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. me and Kyle will. (laughs) We, We call the episode the Natalie Roast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the roast is Natalie. I won't even come on the episode. I'll just like sit in the corner and not talk, and you guys can just go at it. So <laughs> you sitting in the corner and not well, talking? We only, an, we only have an hour. It might have to be a whole series. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Three part series. Oh my god. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. And can you say Khodafis? Khodafis. What is that? What I say? It means like goodbye. Oh, Khodafis. <laughs>